Psalms chapter 10. Why do you stand far off, Yahweh? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In arrogance, the wicked hunt down the weak. They are caught in the schemes that they devise. For the wicked boasts of his heart's cravings. He blesses the greedy and condemns Yahweh. The wicked in the pride of his face has no room in his thoughts for God. His ways are prosperous at all times. He is arrogant and your laws are far from his sight. As for all his adversaries, he sneers at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be shaken. For generations I will have no trouble. His mouth is full of cursing, deceit and oppression. Under his tongue is mischief and iniquity. He lies in wait near the villages. From ambushes he murders the innocent. His eyes are secretly set against the helpless. He lurks in secret as a lion in his ambush. He lies in wait to catch the helpless. He catches the helpless when he draws him in his net. The helpless are crushed. They collapse. They fall under his strength. He says in his heart, God has forgotten. He hides his face. He will never see it. Arise, Yahweh. God, lift up your hand. Don't forget the helpless. Why does the wicked person condemn God and say in his heart, God won't call me to account? But you do see trouble and grief. You consider it and take it to your hand. You help the victim and the fatherlessness and the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked. As for the evil man, seek out his wickedness until you find none. Yahweh is king forever and ever. The nations will perish out of his land. Yahweh, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear, to judge the fatherless, fatherless and the oppressed. That man who is of the earth may terrify no more. This is a Psalm of David too, even though it wasn't labeled a Psalm of David. This Psalm chapter 10 is connected with Psalm 9. They're a pair. They go together. They're both an acrostic poem where the two join together. And as you go through the two of them, you go through the whole Hebrew alphabet from beginning to end. You can't see it in English, but you see it in Hebrew. Psalm 9 was a Psalm of David. Psalm 10 is two, but it just doesn't have the title because it's connected to Psalm 9. Some commentators think that these two Psalms are not a pair. <laughs> I'm not sure how you'd think that because they do have the, the acrostic pattern. But the reason they think that is because the subject changes so quickly. In Psalm 9, it's a victory psalm. The Lord has defeated the nations. You know, he brought them in. They're, they're, they're subject, subject to the Lord. But Psalm 10, it suddenly seems dark and depressing again. Why do you stand far off, Yahweh? Why do you hide yourself in time of trouble? So because there seems to suddenly be a change of mood, some people have said, no, it's not, it's not one, two psalms that are a pair. One, they, they think it's just two separate psalms. I'm going to suggest to you, you know, I, I was thinking, to, thinking about this to myself, and I looked up some commentaries. C.S. Lewis has had nothing to say about this, and um, Bert Kaufman only just said that they were not connected and uh, another commentator, Linda, he had nothing to say about it. And I just thought, how could these two have such different contrasting messages and yet be connected? 
And I, it was almost though I had this inner thought, just read it. <laughs> now I've read it, of course, but it's just like reading it. And I noticed the first Psalm was all about the danger that was outside of Israel, like the nations were like the threat out there, but they had been conquered. But the second part, Psalm 10, was all about the wicked people that were here, it was like the danger that was within. And I realized it's the situation that David was in at the time. When David had conquered Israel, conquered all the surrounding nations and brought peace to Israel, he still had problems in the country. <laughs> and we know he did, because when he handed over the kingdom to his son Solomon, he said, look, we brought the, he said there's peace all around, but here's, here's the people you're going to have to deal with. And he listed off a series of names of people that had caused him trouble. And he said, the Lord has given you wisdom, you can deal with this. So David had ongoing problems. One of them was the, the general of the army, Joab, who was one of, his, one of the people who gave him problems within the country, but there were others. So I realized it's, it's, it is a matching pair. One's the positive one about victory out there, and the one's the kind of like fresh burden for prayer about the needs within. Now that's actually the struggle of each and every human being. We go to the Lord, we get saved, and the victory out there is won. We've been given freedom from sin. The consequences of sin no longer apply to us. We're in Christ. But now the battle within begins. We've got to learn to walk with the Lord, overcome sin, overcome temptation. So we have our own internal struggle and walk that we have to walk through. So we might very well pray a prayer like Psalm 10. Why do you stand far off, Yahweh, in times of trouble? Help me, Lord. And we might find that there are people in our lives, they're not out there in some other country, they're in our own family or in our own, in the sports club you're a part of or wherever, and they're people that give you trouble. And they're wicked people. And you might find you need to pray about them. So it's one thing for David to overcome the wicked out there by defeating the nations, but he still had the wicked in his own country that he had to sort out. Evil people think that they get away with evil. Verse 11 says, The wicked says in his heart, God has forgotten. He doesn't notice, but it's not true. Evil people sometimes seem to get away with evil, but the Lord knows. <laughs> Father in heaven, I thank you that we have been given victory because of Jesus Christ over the schemes of Satan out there. I thank you, Lord, that Satan has been subject to us. But Lord, there's still a battle within, a battle within the world, a battle within our hearts. And I ask, Lord, that you help us to walk in righteousness. And Lord, help us to proclaim what Christ has done. Help us to be a people that, that know the Lord, stand with the Lord, walk with the Lord. Give us grace, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.